0: Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your
1: host, Lynn Cullen. All righty. (laughs) Hi. Welcome. I was a little concerned that I wasn't uh, connected. Thank you, Amy, for letting me know. And uh, good morning to you all. It's March 23rd, a dreary Monday, uh, probably to match a lot of our moods. Um, And it's been three days since last we spoke. Uh, Of course, uh, there's been no good news uh, since then to report. Although, wait a minute, I have some good news. At 6.40 this morning. A second eaglet pecked its way out of the nest uh, across the Monongahela River, for me, in, in Haze, near the Glenwood Bridge. That couple, those two uh, bald eagles that many of us have followed for, I don't know how many years, um, they've been together for eight years, so maybe it is eight years would that my marriage had lasted so long 8 years and they have managed to uh to have 11 thriving uh babies A- amazing remember when the bald eagle was an endangered species wow that one turned around And that shows, I guess, what concerted human activity, along with uh, aggressive governance, uh, can do when things are very dire. If no action had been taken by our government, bald eagles would have been wiped out. And now there's that second little baby uh, pecking its way out, now just uh, about three hours old uh really amazing, amazing, and I have to say that uh it is the natural world that has uh kept me uh going um over this period uh walking yesterday in the sun, strangely, I was walking in a cemetery and I was <laughs> oh, and speaking of that. You know how social media seems to know who you are, where you are, because they do, and uh, how uh, maybe if you – well, the ads that you see, the ads that pop up are are geared clearly to you. Do you know what ads I'm getting now on my social media that I never, ever saw before? Tell me I'm not the only one. Funeral home and cemetery ads. I'm not kidding. It's it's constant. There's not a day that goes by that I don't get a come on from some cemetery or crematorium saying, Hey, lady, (laughs) you old asthmatic. Hey, what do you think? And... It's just mind-blowing if ever there was any question as to whether or not the folks out there uh, on the great, uh, remember we used to call it the World Wide Web, that they got your number, that they know you, they know your age, your conditions, they know what condition your condition's in, and uh, they target you so they can make money. I want to get into that later, making money because the uh, people who are making money uh now uh should be uh should be named should be identified and should be uh i don't know imprisoned as far as i'm concerned the people who who take uh who have stores of like medical equipment that are necessary now and who because of well capitalism what the market will bear, supply and demand, are now charging uh, governments, state governments, city governments, 20 times what the product originally costs. Um, that has to stop and would stop, of course, if we had a functioning federal government. Speaking of that, um, I'm rather concerned that Dr. Fauci is is going to be sidelined soon. Um, he finally spoke out in an interview uh, with a reporter from Science Magazine about How he and others are trying to get the president uh, to understand the gravity of the situation and how um, he is, you know, he can do so much. He, He actually said, what am I supposed to do, elbow him away from the podium? You know, of course, the interview itself will enrage Trump as uh Fauci's uh in real time uh, correcting of the president um has already and uh I just uh fear that his presence will not be tolerated for much longer I don't know we are really a ship without a captain which brings me To another thought I had, something I read once that gave me great comfort, and it gives me no comfort now. But in the history of this country, somehow, at our most dire moments, somehow, the right person has emerged to lead us, so that, as the nation literally uh, was th- was pulled asunder in the Civil War, this gangly Abraham Lincoln from Illinois made it to the White House and miraculously preserved the union, World War two. The Depression, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, a true leader, a comforter, a straight talker, an adept politician, somebody willing to use the powers he is given to help the least of us, to rally the nation together. Would we have made it through World War II if a man like Donald Trump was in the White House? It looks like our luck in terms of times of crisis in America has finally run out because this is the largest crisis since World War II. And we have this narcissistic clown, incompetent clown in office. And many, many, many Americans were going to die because of his incompetence. I used to joke, Trump's is killing me. I was joking about that two years ago. He's killing me. And I meant it because my stress levels were up. And stress is a killer. Stress reduces your immune system. Stress just eats away at your insides. And I thought, this guy is actually shortening my life. And I'm not alone. Well, now. The son of a bitch is literally doing it. I don't know how um, helpful this hour is going to be uh, going forward because I have to tell you, I have been unable to keep up with the news like I used to do because I find it so unsettling that I can't. I got the I I mean, I got the idea. I mean, I know what's happening out there and I know we're just at the beginning. And I don't need to see the daily horror show, the daily upticks, those numbers just going up and up and up, and uh the hospital bed availability going down and down and down. I know where we're headed. And it's terrifying. And I I'm I'm astonished at people who are still just focused so incessantly on the day to day because <laughs> guys it's it's torture it's absolute torture and all I have to share with you is is it seems like uh, more of it. So, I mean, I don't want to be part of that negativity coming at you, but I am feeling excessively negative. Um, so, ideally, I think what this hour can be is more of a back and forth. And it's why I I ask you to um, to be more there than maybe some of you have been uh let's hear each other's voices and let's as long as we can. And uh and let's I don't know, share our stories. I don't want it just to be my story because that's all I have. Um I'm by myself with my with my dog and frankly I can't imagine not being having him. So It brings me to something I saw that I thought was smart. Since I haven't really cried about this yet, I've been stoic. And I saw this. We are just at the beginning. So when do we get to grieve? Grieve for the life has changed so quickly, reminding us that in the end, we really don't have the control over it we thought we had. When do we get to grieve for the separation that is necessary to make it possible to be together again Because that's what humans crave. That's what we need to be together. Whether a sporting event, a church service, just sitting in a coffee shop. With people dying and more deaths to come, are we even allowed to grieve the fact that at this point it doesn't feel like things will ever get back to normal. How and when do we grieve that? I don't know if you're having the same reaction I am, but... You know, I, I I'm reading a book. It's a novel, and in the book, this guy is walking down a crowded New York City sidewalk, bumping into people. He's annoyed at all the people, the pandemonium around him. And I'm thinking, oh my God, what what I wouldn't give. And when you see movies and people are hugging and they're kissing and they're living that life that was our life and which we don't have now the life we can't grieve yet or it's just mind blowing because every time you watch anything or read anything prior to this It seems like a magical world that has, that has disappeared. We're going to have to put up with the dog more than usual because obviously um, he's here. I've been told I have three callers on the line. Thank you all so much. Um, I have no way of telling What happens is I'll say hi. Uh, you'll hear a click. When you hear the click, give it a little pause. Well, when you hear a click, give it a little pause then you might hear me say hi, and then you're on. And uh, just wait for your your click. Um, okay, let's give it a shot. A caller, go ahead, please. Hi, Lynn. Hi. Uh,
2: you remember when we all thought George Bush was incompetent? <laughs>
1: God, yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't it I something?
2: Don't. Yeah, Isn't it I mean, something? who... Who thought it could even get worse than him? But man, oh man.
1: You couldn't get worse than this. I've always said to people, don't ever say it can't get any worse because my life has shown me it always can. But this man, this consummate, incompetent, sick, cruel fool is as bad as it can get. You know what? I bet like Buchanan and uh, what's his name who uh, Coolidge and hoover they they are so loving uh, they they are they are having parties in their graves because they will now not be considered the worst president in the history of this country in perpetuity
2: you know uh I saw in the news on YouTube that the uh, mayor of Atlanta once to tear yeah. down Trump Plaza. Did you see that? <laughs> no. No. Yeah, the the guy who bankrupts a casino because the place is falling down. Yeah. Um pieces of the building are falling on the sidewalk and they have to rope off the sidewalk, you know, otherwise he's gonna kill somebody. And here's this great businessman who's got a casino bankrupt, closed and shuttered.
1: He's got, I, I've lost track of all the uh, ca- casinos he's bankrupted, um, and the people he's uh, screwed and laid off. It's unbelievable. And I saw somebody say, you know, at least when Stormy Daniels got screwed, she got what, one hundred thirty thousand from him. What are we going to get? A measly one thousand?
2: Yeah, if that even happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. If that. <laughs> any. Okay, hey, I want to thank you because there's so many callers uh, behind you. Okay, quick. Uh, one-
2: Real quick, uh, you were talking about that doctor, and I saw him just the other day. And Trump was talking about a malaria vaccine. Yeah, 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 yeah. He actually stepped up to the podium and, and called him Don.
1: <laughs> he Did said, he?
2: Yeah, he said, "Don, that's not right. We haven't no. done any tests on this." And <laughs> I thought he was gone right then and there.
1: Well, I got a feeling he will be gone, and of course, because he's the number one expert. So, and if there's one thing this crowd can't tolerate is expertise because it gets in the way of their, you know, fantasy reality that they peddle. Thank you. Let me me leave you
2: with a joke. All right. All right. This guy and his wife, they're out shopping. And the wife realizes after a little while that the husband's not around anywhere. So she calls him up on the phone and she says, where are you? We got a lot of shopping to do. And he tells her, he says, you remember that jewelry store where we saw that diamond necklace you loved so much? And she's like, oh, yes, yes. Well, I'm in the Hooters
1: next door. <laughs> Take care, Lynn. Bye-bye. Thank you. I so appreciate your wonderful
3: stupid jokes. Thank you. All right. We, <laughs> second caller. Go ahead, please. Hello. Hey, Lynn. It's Mike in D.C. Hi, Mike. At least here's some good news. At least grocery stores and um, are starting to catch on. Because I went to Costco this week, and number one, there's a line. There was a line out front. They only let 50 people in the store to help with social distancing. They had people at all of the. They had workers at the checkout to manage how far people stood away from one another. You didn't give the guy your card. You held it up, and he scanned it from your hand. Wow. Only one person touched your stuff as he put it on the card and put it back in your thing. Um, and, and nearly every third or fourth item had limit one, limit two. Wow. So human beings can learn. Now, why they didn't do the whole limit one, limit two thing months ago or weeks ago, I have no idea. Some, my aunt said that she thinks it's, it was to feed into that you better buy it now kind of mentality. But in any case, and that's the second grocery store I've been to that's had limit one, limit two for milk and cream and eggs and whatever. So that's a really good sign for us for when the whole country gets shut down, if it ever gets shut down. If it ever gets shut down, indeed. Hey,
1: thank you, Mike. That's good news. Sure. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Uh, caller. Next caller, please. Hello. Hello. Your
4: your your dog's okay. I, I kind of missed that.
1: Yeah, right. Okay, he's. I've got him chewing on a bone now, so he, he will definitely be, you know, around.
4: It was funny. Your caller was earlier previous caller mentioned George Bush. Uh, my wife and I are talking about him. I remember we used to be embarrassed. We got embarrassed when he was giving Angela Merkel a, a massage. Oh God!
1: Yeah. Early. I, I miss those days. So <laughs> <laughs> when that's what we were so upset about. Yeah. Isn't it? That's
4: okay nowadays, you know. Um <laughs> we we we've been doing a lot
2: of reading um
4: to just occupy ourselves. I try not to watch too much news and just catch up when I can. Um Yeah. One of the things is um we're are feeling the need to support our local businesses here. We we live right. in Bellevue. And, um, like we have a new brewery just opened up and they're doing to go order. So we call up and we can place and they have your order ready. So you just walk in and pick up and go. You already paid for it. So I was able to get a growler of beer. We got sandwich to go. Um, we had mulch delivered so we could do yard work. So there's nothing wrong with being outside. Um, no, the type no. Of things that we need to do. Exactly. It's good for us. It's good for our businesses. Um, the weird part was um, I went to Rite Aid. We went to Rite Aid and kicked up a few odds and ends. And it's like you put in your credit card. You're like, hey, I'm just going to slide my credit card in and out and be done. They'll hand me my, pack, my p- package. Well, enter your phone number. I said, I don't want to enter anything.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, okay. I know. I know. Why are it's people like, still? Yeah, Right.
4: I mean, like uh, Mike was just talking about how how you, you know they can sense wherever he's in DC, right? So yeah, yeah. Didn't get here yet.
1: <laughs> jeez, jeez. I mean, really? I mean, yeah. I don't want anybody taking my card. I don't want. I haven't been out uh, shopping, in I can't remember how long, but um, I'm going to have to at some point, without a doubt. Hey, thank you so much. I've got a lot of folks waiting and a lot of good. emails here so thank you that's good okay All right, everybody. bye okay. goodbye Bye bye. let me catch up on some of the um, emails uh, little Tony says I was just thinking this morning oh god I was too Tony about how people who lose loved ones during this outbreak they can't have a f- regular funeral um, if you've been reading the obits, that's right, they always, all, they're all saying, you know, a funeral or a mass to be held at a later date. Um, imagine losing someone you love and not being able to share your grief again with friends and family. What a strange and frightening time. And we're just still at the beginning. Yeah, Right. Kim writes: Herbert Hoover was in charge when the crisis started. Roosevelt came later and saved us, right? Right. But we don't have an FDR now. We don't have an Abe Lincoln. We don't have the the, the genius of our founding fathers. We are in bad shape. And if you've been watching, if you've caught any of uh, Governor Cuomo's uh, news conferences, um. That is leadership. I mean, it reminds you of what a chief executive um, who does the job would do in a case like this. Um, And uh, it's impressive. But he is begging, he is begging the fool in the White House to take charge as is yesterday the governor of Illinois, uh, begging, begging him to make use of the powers he has. This is a president who said he invoked the Defense Production Act. That's what he did. He invoked it. He didn't use it. That would allow him to say to manufacturers here, there, and point at them, look at them, and say, hey, now, here's what you're manufacturing. You get up and running. Here's what I need from you. Blah, 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 blah. That's what a chief executive does. This idiot hasn't done that. He's asked them, please, would you? That's not authorizing the Defense Production Act. And somebody said that because people are whispering in his ear this will take us to socialism this is socialism and he doesn't like it so he's going to kill us instead Paul has good news to share my local giant eagle in Brighton Heights that's the north side did something very nice to an elderly neighbor this weekend The shelves of toilet paper were empty, as usual. My neighbor asked an employee if they had any toilet paper and the employee went into the stock room and bought a package out to her. The store said they're gonna continue this practice for seniors as long as they can. Um, Side note, I insisted I do the shopping for my neighbor, but she wouldn't hear it. Oh, good for you. Chuck on leadership, Earlier, you were talking about leadership and you asked the question if we would have made it through World War II if Trump had been the president. In this time when news cycles are on steroids, I find myself looking for those who seem to be leading. I look for sources of information that seem to be unbiased and accurate. I find Governor Andrew Cuomo, here you go, Chuck, I find his daily news conference fills the void. Although his news conference is slanted towards New York, obviously, he gives it to you straight. He gives it to you honestly. And he always leaves you with just a little hope. His news conferences are well-crafted, and I get more out of one of Cuomo's news conferences than I do in a week's worth of Trump's. To me, Cuomo has stepped up to the plate and is leading. <clears throat> well, obviously I agree with you. I'm sorry, my voice sounds like this. I assure you, it's nothing. Um, speaking of the president's news conferences, there, um, where you know he's elbowed Pence aside and now is using these daily news conferences, which, by the way, you should never watch, because he spews false information. He uses it to deride the media and people who are leading, like Cuomo and Pritzker and other, and, and other governors, um, he's using it as one of his rallies because he doesn't have his usual platform. And there's been many calls from many journalistic organizations that the media stop carrying these live, that they're doing a disservice because they're helping him spread misinformation and i heartily agree russ says lynn stay on the air all right the biggest issue with most people is they don't see an end in sight yeah we're not getting anything from our leader in the form of comfort and bringing us together are telling us that we can do this together. We are <clears throat> sorry, we are Americans and standing as one in what Americans have always done to get through. You and Susan on Tuesday are the highlight of my week. Aw. Oh. Millard Fillmore will no longer be dead in disgrace. <laughs> oh God. Um Suzanne says, like you, I am isolated with my two dogs. Yesterday, out of the blue, without conscious thoughts, I told my dogs, you know, we're all going to die. (laughs) They're not. I mean, they're not, but I'm calm enough on the outside, but my inner voice popped up unexpectedly. I need to watch less news, but things are so uncertain. I keep checking in to see if there's any answers yet. You know what, Uh, Suzanne, don't, really. Maybe once a day, check one source but if you're constantly watching cnn or msnbc or or any of those don't just don't i still have my new york times and wall street journal on my front porch i assuming it's there i haven't even looked i don't want to see it i'm i'm keeping up in my in my way when I can, how much I can. <clears throat> people, it's amazing how people think it's helpful to like uh, share a first person accounts of what it feels like to have coronavirus. How is that helpful? People think, think, that's not a helpful thing. That's a thing that scares people. We're all scared. We don't need to be more scared. I mean, I, I sometimes feel like I'm. I mean, I'm sure you do too. Like we're serving some indeterminate jail sentence, and we are. And then in my dark hours, I feel like I'm on death row. Exactly like Suzanne said. Gigi says, "I like hearing your dog bark." I'll be live streaming my yoga class for the first time today, and there might be some dog interruptions. Oh, yeah. You and the callers are providing a great service. Please hang in there. It's a bright spot in the day and take good care. Thank you, Gigi. Kristen says, Hope you are well. I was okay with all of this as I'm immunocompromised, so I've been taking social distancing very seriously. I woke up this morning to read this headline from the Washington Post. This president scares me. I'm now terrified that after another week, he'll just say back to normal. And as a result, people will die. Um, the, um, what she's talking about is that Trump is, and I, I saw this too. <clears throat> Trump is signaling interest in scaling back social distancing. Can you imagine? And other steps promoted by health professionals because a growing number of conservatives are arguing that the impact on our economy has become too severe. So money over people's lives. You shouldn't listen to anything, this president says. He says that there's one good thing to come of this is that your work from home sounds like your old TAE show. If I close my eyes, maybe I can I con myself into believing it's 1992 again. Oh, God. You know, Keith, I feel that way, too. After these hours, see, I started all depressed, and I feel en- more energized now, just hearing your voices, reading your emails. Um, I I really, really do. Um, Now, I'm hoping that the editor of Pittsburgh City Paper will join us in this last half hour. And if she's forgotten, I'll forgive her because she's got so much on her plate. But... I am brought, this show is brought to you uh, by Pittsburgh City Paper. And Pittsburgh City Paper is closer to dying than any of us are. Papers, the Pittsburgh Catholic went down. Um, the Tribune Review, I think, just uh, condensed two of its uh, newspapers into one. Newspapers are going down they were before and if ever we have seen how important news credible news is from journalists it is now that's who we need that's the information we need not what's coming out of the white house and so city paper because it relies on advertising that's why that paper's free <laughs> they they're able to pay their staff and do all their production and printing because of advertising they don't have any anymore. Why would they? what do they advertise? They advertise everything that's shut down. The cultural stuff it's all gone right now, so they have no ads, and they're they can't live on oxygen they can't pay their people. Now, who are desperately trying to do their jobs and worrying that, of course, they'll also be out of work. So, Pittsburgh City Paper is having a membership drive because you can think of them now like, uh, you know, like uh, NPR. Um, Please, anything you can give on a monthly basis. Um, please go to their website and do it. Otherwise, I'm going to lose this platform too. Now, I want to tell you that if I lose the platform, I will move heaven and earth to uh, somehow get back on in some manner. Um, But I don't even know how to tell you I'm on. So please, uh, Lisa, you're there. Oh, God, thank you. Lisa Cunningham, ladies and gentlemen, the extraordinary uh, editor-in-chief of Pittsburgh City Paper. Lisa, how are you?
5: Good morning. I'm tired. Hi.
1: Oh, hi, sweetie. Oh, my God. I can't even begin to imagine. Lisa was uh, heavily uh, featured in a Mother Jones article about the fact that this is going to kill off alternative weeklies. How you doing? Tell us what we um, need to do.
5: So yeah, Mother Jones called and normally that would be really exciting for me. But uh, <laughs> it was it was actually pretty shitty. Um alt weeklies across the country are shutting down. Um a lot of them have laid off half their staff. Um I'm seeing a good majority of them cutting print. Um hopefully they'll be back. We don't know. Um for now. We are putting out a paper this week still. It's a lot smaller. Um we heard from our delivery drivers last week that restaurants with takeout, we're really happy to see them. So there's still a good percentage of people in Pittsburgh that don't have home computers, that don't have access to the internet, and now they can't go to the library. So I really hope we can continue with the print because that's some way people's only access to the news. So we're giving our all and really trying.
1: Um, So what can... What can my audience do? Because, I mean, if you go, I'm gone. What, what, what can, In my self-interest, I say, what can my audience do?
5: So we started a membership campaign where people can go online, pghcitypaper.com, and see the link to donate. Where It's really embarrassing to have to admit that we're in trouble. Uh, so we're asking our readers if you like our product to pitch in. We have some membership perks in there. Our ad director, Jasmine Hughes, also set up a business uh, membership campaign for any businesses that are not struggling right now. We're not asking anyone who's struggling or who's lost their jobs to help, but if there's a business that's doing well right now, they can sign up for a membership. Um, some of those include donating ad space to a nonprofit of their choice. So we're just really trying to um, go to our website. If you can contribute, great. If not, spread the word. We'd really, really appreciate it.
1: Um. How much? I mean, people, I guess, don't understand. Sort of. So, what are your people? What are your people doing now? They're working from home. Are they still? Are they covering the important news about the virus? Obviously, that's the story now. Is that the only story? Yeah.
5: Um, most of our staff is working remotely. I'm in the office today to get our print issue out for this week. Um, there's a, just a couple of us here. We're in, we're a life sustaining uh, or life essential business, so we're still able to operate um, unless. We can't afford to anymore. Um, We have a staff of 20. We're working on Corona news stories, but also uh, the arts and entertainment industry in Pittsburgh has been pretty much shut down. Some of these organizations are live streaming, so we're covering that stuff. Uh, City Theater announced yesterday they had to furlough um, a good amount of their staff. They are streaming um live theater readings and stuff online. So we're covering that. We're covering things to help you cope. We're covering which restaurants are providing takeout. So we're just I'm getting news story ideas like every ten minutes. It's like really overwhelming and I hope we stay because these are stories other places aren't covering.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I you know, my respect for you and the staff is is just sky high, um, and I I will become a member certainly. And I, I'm begging my audience to please, if you are able. Um, does the membership work like on a monthly basis?
5: Um, you can you can make a one-time donation, or you can set up to have a monthly contribution, and those include some por- some perks like.
1: I don't think people oh, should care yeah. about perks. Fuck perks. We're trying. We're trying. <laughs> you know, I don't need no t-shirt. I don't need no whatever. Just we need these local news sources. That's what I we need.
5: Say, my mom um my mom signed up for membership and she texted me and she's like, "Lisa, I really don't need a t-shirt." <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly right. Oh. I mean, come on. And I know that uh, I I, I wish I could hug you. I really well, we wish love
5: I could you. you. We love you, Lynn, and we appreciate you, and your voice is so important, and I want to keep you going, too.
1: Okay. Well, I know you're busy, busy, busy. Love you. Hang in there, and I'm sure my audience is going to step up.
3: Thank you thank, so much.
1: Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. <sighs> now I'm almost crying. I'm sorry. She is somebody with all kinds of health problems. I cannot begin to tell you. And she's, she's just amazing. She's indefatigable. She works with blinding headaches and other things going on and, um, bucks people up. So, uh, I really hope that um, you guys will come through. So, if you just you know pghcitypaper.com dot com and donate anything you can, I certainly will. Uh, because um, and it's not so I can keep my job. I and those jobs the people at City Paper are not very well paid. I must say. Um, and they work their tails off for the pay they get so um that's all i'm saying um, okay hang on i'm trying to oops um we have a we have a caller caller go ahead please
6: oh hello. hi
1: there. hi you're on.
6: Um, I definitely will be one that's donating, and I, too, do not need any kind of trinkets or T-shirts yeah. or anything like that. I'm going to have to adopt your policy because I'm home by myself, and I it's very difficult for me to put MSNBC or CNN off, but... I know that you have dialed back, and I'm not aware of you. Did you know that Ron Paul has tested positive? Yes.
1: yes. I not only and, know Ron Paul tested positive, but he knew he had had a test yes. done and yes. was waiting and, for the results. Yeah, well, you know. He was waiting for the results. Go ahead. I'll let you. To,
6: he went to lunch. He went to the gym, and then he went swimming with other senators. What is wrong with these people?
1: You tell me. And he, I, I, I hate to remind you, is a doctor.
6: Exactly. Exactly. So
1: he now, there's so many people he came in contact with that are now self-quarantining. Actually, I, don't, I haven't seen the rundown, but most of the senators in self-quarantine, I believe, are uh, Republicans. Yes. And if F. and Mitch McConnell would have a vote today, the Democrats probably have more votes in the Senate. Um, and, and
6: I am praying that nothing happens to Dr. Fauci, because if he oh goes God. down, we're all going down. Hmm. I mean, why is he on? Why does the president, I mean, does he need to be up there?
1: No, talking? but he's the president. And he remember, it started with uh, he didn't want to have anything to do with this because it made him look bad, he thought. Oh, and sure. so he stuck Pence out there doing these things. Then he saw Pence was getting good grades and getting attention. It drove the narcissist crazy. And so he pushed Pence aside and took it over himself. And he, um, CNN, MSNBC, they all really should stop, should stop. We have a wartime president who is incompetent and dangerous. He's one of the greatest dangers to this country now, and he's, he's got, he and his Republican governors are going to kill us all.
6: I, I mean, it's absolutely true. I, I, I mean, I am just so frightened because no one is – uh, why is he up there? That And, and Fox News, oh. you know, they have that old audience. My God, they're going to kill everybody that yeah. listens to them yeah maybe that's his plan I don't know why would that I mean, be his plan you you cannot cannot
1: those are his voters you yeah
6: not go off the air everybody looks forward to 10 o'clock you can't
1: okay you I won't know. but then you gotta really you gotta keep City paper afloat I they're on I mean anything. really they're on a thread they're on a thread oh, I God. I don't know what to tell you and if anybody has big bucks and can you know throw tens of thousands at them that would really help all right. I,
6: I I thank you so much, Lynn. Hang on. Okay. In the... Be well. Take care. Be well. Bye bye.
1: Bye. See, I, I mean I it, it's not like I don't know what's going on. I do. I'm still I mostly check Twitter to keep keep up and I'll I'll scroll through the Washington Post and and uh local um the local paper. And I I know. Um I just and I, I have all these things I, I had told myself to share with you, but I'm looking at them all, and they're um they're upsetting. Um, here i'll I will share just one I think I think that's one, uh, which for some reason is not coming up too bad for me. Um. <clears throat> maybe I can wait I'll, hang on I know this is bad I'm going to try to find it on my iPhone where I think it came in um, no forget it I'm sorry um, shit well um, I also think that this will show how having a locally <clears throat> having a uh, sort of healthcare system in place in this country um, and in this city uh, in which one actor, that would be UPMC, holds all the cards <clears throat> is dangerous. UPMC has handled this in its usual arrogant way. They did not initially stop elective surgeries. Um, I happen to know of one UPMC doctor who I don't believe is dealing directly with this, who continues to go to work, even though his wife is begging him not to. Um, and he says, don't worry, I'm safe. I got gowns, I got masks. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, the people who need those gowns and masks are not you. If you're not directly working on the front lines, uh, I, I'm just stunned at so many people uh, behaving badly. And I guess I shouldn't be anymore. Um, Hang on, I think we have another caller. Uh, um, I wish I were more adept at at this. I'm just not... Um, yeah, I do have a caller. I'm sorry, uh, caller, go ahead. Hi, Lynn, Colin. Hi. Well, now I
0: definitely know it is the apocalypse. If you left your New York Times and Wall Street Journal on the porch, they're getting the rained on as we speak. O'clock. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even read Sundays. I didn't even read Sundays. I just grabbed the magazine to do my puzzles. That's it. Mm. Well, uh, one thing I was going to say, I think uh, you,
0: as I do, have a piano in your house. And yes, this uh, lockdown, I've been relearning how to play uh um, more complicated seven chords and stuff. And it is so soothing. It's better than an Ativan or Valium, just to put your fingers on those keys and hear the chords. And just don't even play any songs specifically. Just listen to the chords, and it's just... Uh, Right. Do thing to do. So if anyone has any instruments in their house, that's just something you can...
1: You know, it's interesting with. you say that, because I do have a piano in my house, and I hadn't <laughs> played it in a long, long time. And I found last week that after the show was over and the dog was gone, I'd sit down and play. Now wow. the dog's not gone, and I'll show you why I can't play the piano when he's here. Let's see if this uh. works. <laughs> i'm i I'm just i only have one hand working here, so <laughs>
3: um.
1: you see.
0: Well, you, well, you guys make a great duo because um, he he might be able to sing a little bit better than you. So I
1: see a well, a, God a, a, <laughs> that's know. true. But how can I play when he starts <laughs> singing? And it's not howling. No. He re, he really does try to get. If you hold a note long enough, he literally you see him sort of trying to get there. I'm not kidding you. Maybe we'll My, work up like the, when it.
0: Yeah. It's like when a dog hears a, a police siren or something and they start howling along, uh, you know, and
1: singing along with this. <laughs> well, that's so an I,
0: interesting I, situation.
1: <laughs> I know, but, you know, I was thinking maybe I should just soldier on and, and and play. And if I keep playing long enough, maybe he'll stop. I don't know, but. Well, I, I don't know. You can't, after a while, the very thing you're saying, the music is like a balm. And it is. Mm-hmm. I was just loving being able to play again, but um, it isn't. Well, what when... happens?
0: I'm not sure what Bob's hearings are and stuff. But what uh, what happens when you play a record or music or something? Does he start singing along to that? No. He doesn't start singing along to Bob Dylan.
1: No, nope. <laughs> he doesn't. It has to be immediate. I mean, right? I mean, in his. I mean, it has to be well... here where I'm. Um, and it's so, probably
0: something about the tone of the piano, like hits the dog, you know, in the right place that, uh, that you <laughs> feel it. Wow, that is something.
1: I know, but you're right, and it's great advice. Any musical instrument, although walking the dog yesterday, I walked by a house where someone was practicing his drums, and I could hear it a block away. And I was thinking, oh, my God. Thank God I don't live next door to somebody with drums.
0: Oh, boy, yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a that, tough
1: one. That was a, that was a rough one. Hey, it's great well, when to When I was hear a kid,
0: we what? used to practice in a basement that, that people would call the police. But wait, one quick thing. I wanted a quick uh, tech question uh, for you. So you sound really good on this home thing. Are you talking over your telephone or over the computer microphone? No, or? I'm
1: talking over my, a landline telephone. Oh, wow. Well, it sounds good. Okay, I'll let you go then. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. I understand we have another caller. Hi, caller. Go ahead.
7: Hey. Hi, Lynn. It's
1: Jeff.
3: Hi, Hi Jeff.
7: Uh, I'm just... I'm just calling to say that I just uh, donated a little bit of a sustaining membership to the Pittsburgh City, a very modest amount. But uh, I'll you. let your listeners know it's really <laughs> easy to do. It's very easy to do, and uh, frankly, I stopped my sustaining membership to NPR back when uh, their top story of local news was that Stormy Daniels was going to be performing at uh, whatever the strip club <laughs> is down town. That was their top. Plush, I think. And, yeah. And it pissed me off. Okay. And so I wrote a letter to them, uh, to their news director saying, how can you justify that this is like a really important story when there's so much other local stuff going on? And the guy just basically gave me the brush off. And at that point I just said, screw it. And you know what? NPR itself, I value it, but you know what? They are so goddamn pusillanimous when it comes to actually having to tell both sides of the s- story. You know, they're so afraid of getting that media, that liberal media uh, label that, you know, they're pretty much worthless. You know, I listen to them when I'm not listening to you.
1: Well, I will say this, Jeff, I will say this. You know, Chris Potter is now working there at WESA. I am aware. I am aware. And he is doing good work and they're doing good work.
7: But uh, the the, the Stormy Daniels thing just pissed me off. Did it for you. I
1: I hear you. I hear you.
7: And. uh so, hello, everybody, and hello, Michael, out there in Polish Hill. Long time <laughs> no see. Look forward to seeing if, if, if one of your local gigs one of these days if we ever get back to uh, normal. And, uh, Wouldn't that be, yeah? Uh,
1: the, the cynics, we, we need you. Okay, you. Thank you, Jeff.
7: Okay,
2: bye-bye.
1: Bye. Um, let's see. Beth writes: during this crisis and the handling of it by all these Republicans, None of them should ever be allowed to use the title "pro-life." They don't give a shit about any of our lives or if we survive this pandemic. You know, stuff is. Ha- these guys are behaving so badly, uh, you know, on an hourly basis that we haven't even mentioned, and probably we've already forgotten about the insider trading crap that went went down. Um, And with Dianne Feinstein part of it, too, I don't want to – that these senators who got a briefing way, way back, knowing knowing from the briefing that when this thing started ramping up, the stock market would go down, and they sell their stock so they don't lose any of their money. They're already – one of them, this horrible woman from Georgia who's married to the head of the New York Stock Exchange – um, you know, wanting to protect her millions upon millions upon millions. Unbelievable that they're still there. Those are Republican senators. And Diane Feinstein, apparently, although I haven't seen much more about that. It seems to be this Roffler from Georgia, the woman who never won an election. She was appointed and um, and uh, what's his name? of the horrible, horrible person. Um, Yeah, let's see. Uh, Chris writes, Trump said he might lift COVID-19 restrictions because we can't let the cure be worse than the disease. Oh dear God in heaven. Jen writes, definitely will donate to city paper. But also, Lynn, in these dark days, I've been re-listening, oh, to old Uncle Dougie shows with Lawrence Gaines, his producer, on my audio cassette, two of the funniest. Oh, oh, what a great idea. Boy, if you want to remember an innocent time. And those are available, what, on YouTube? Where are you getting those? Oh, you have audios, cassettes. Wow. Wow. If somebody knows where to get those, uh, let us know, because that would be, um, I miss those two so much. You know, it it was Lawrence's death. Uh, The last time I saw Doug, um, I picked him up at his house uh, in Bellevue, and we went to Lawrence's funeral in Homewood. And... um, Doug spoke so movingly, and, and at that, and then I drove him home, and he was, he was like beside himself. Lawrence was almost like a son to him. The their closeness was uh, palpable, and uh, Doug didn't last a lot longer after that. God Almighty. Lawrence was, I don't even, was Lawrence even 40 years old? I don't think. Oh, well, we're going to get more and more used to this, I guess. I'm, uh, we're going to learn to grieve. The hard part is grieving alone. Oh, and and listen, in, in, um, just so we don't, beat up on the president too much. You did see that it turns out he did uh, reach out to offer help, not to you, but to Kim Jong-un. You saw that. And if you didn't, I'm telling you. Incredible. Uh, the United States is now the third uh, leading country in terms of deaths um, of, of this virus um, and uh, catching up, uh, going to bypass Italy soon, I'm sure. I don't know, God forbid, in the per capita race. But uh, yeah, Trump will have us number one before this is out. I hate to end on such a a down note. Um, and, and then there's... Is his name Bezos or Bezos Jeff fucking Bezos Bezos? So now, when we're all stuck inside, we're left to what enrich him because if we need stuff, where are we going now? huh? Amazon? I have so far not done it, but at some point, I was thinking certain things I might need, oh my God, I might have to do amazon um. And that son of a bitch is going to be the only one, stand, his business. This is the greatest business, Amazon. This is the greatest thing that ever happened to him. What a world. Okay. Um, geez, I don't want to end on this note. <laughs> Wait a minute. We just got an update from Allegheny County. Well, It's just numbers going up, I'm sorry. Let me be the first to tell you. Uh, Allegheny County Health Department has confirmed uh, 48 now cases, six hospitalized, Um, and the assumption is that there are many, many more out um, in the community and uh, all of this, just to tell you, be very safe. I so want to be I so want to be with my son. I so want to be with my family, my friends. I get to be with my friends with you guys and that means the world to me. It really does. So, God bless you all. Hang in there. And uh yeah, don't do up to the minute stuff. It's not good for you. It's not be good to yourself. I swear I love you all. Donate to Pittsburgh City Paper. I mean it. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Su- Susan will join us. Thank you. Bye.
0: Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com.